It's the Saturday Friends Club. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Saturday Friends Club. This is a place to be cool and fun. <laughs> like, I'm a little some scared of how excited Josh is. Oh, I'm like... I'm, I feel like there's going to be some things said. I'm, I've been gathering power all of tonight. I'm, oh, my, no. my brain has become so powerful with hold all on, of all on, guys, the energy I've gotta, absorbed. I gotta let something out real quick. Oh, no. Ah! I hope this is not your first episode. I'm Josh. Over here's Martin. I'm dying. Screamy face is Sabrina. Hi. There's Eric. I'm calm and in control. Mags is here. Hi. This is my thing that will be get destroyed. <laughs> oh. I'm glad. I'm glad you're just leading straight into it before I explain that this is a podcast where a bunch of friends get together and watch old stuff from their childhood and stuff like that to kind of figure out if it's still good. And then I didn't we, want to bury the lead. And yeah. then we beat each other up, especially if, the, if it's a really bad one. It's, we have the big like buffer like staff things from American Gladiators. Like they're right here in the studio. Pretty much. It's I'm about destroying each other physically and emotionally. <laughs> It's about the two-pronged attack. Exactly. Multi-strategic approach. I mean, I want to just state that, like, the past few episodes have been particularly bleak. Like, we went through (laughs) Christmas, and, like, most of Christmas, we were like, eh, whatever, meh. Then, like, Sonic, which was, like, the shining beacon for us all. Right, right. And (laughs) everything was fine. Yeah, everything. It was great. And we decided to, to begin this year, we have a triplet of episodes that are the, (laughs) like, what I am effectively calling the bleak midwinter. Yes. Yep. I like your, what is it you said? They're all three movies that... So the the official theme is Bleak Midwinter. The unofficial theme that we seem to have accidentally picked up... Subtitle. Is, yes. <laughs> the Bleak Midwinter, or movies that pick up themes that they are unequipped to handle. Or <laughs> movies that somehow involve fascism. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of fascism. <laughs> um, not coincidental. A rather empowering subject, you might say. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, we just finished the Richard Spencer story. And oh. now, um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. All right. So, Mags, it is your choice this week. You, okay. ha- you have brought something forced to the... You have brought oh. something upon the club. And it is something. <laughs> it <laughs> is a thing. Okay, it is an experience. So, this so. is a movie... Um, even if you're not a big 70s animation buff, if you're the kind of nerd who might be listening to the show, you might have seen um, an old, weird animated version of The Lord of the Rings by Ralph Bakshi, and that is the director who made this movie, Wizards. Um, Wizards came out well, in 1977. Well, l- l- before we get oh. directly into it, what's your background with Wizards? Okay, so I was going to say, it came out in 1977. Clearly, this wasn't something I watched a lot in my childhood. Um, however, it was something that my dad really liked. And, like, I really... Um, I liked what my dad liked. My dad helped me, like, teach me to be a nerd. My dad taught me to love comic books and weird sci-fi. And, um, some of the strongest memories I have with him are, like, him sharing Heinlein books with me at, like, a far too young age to read that kind of bullshit. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. Pa- yeah, no, our, this is, this is for a reason. <laughs> there, will, there will be heavy therapy bills one day. Oh, no. Um, I know. <laughs> um, so I remember him coming home, uh, one, like, one afternoon, he comes in, like, with a DVD in his hand, and it's my brother and I, and I think I'm, like, 16 or 17, it's, like, the 20th anniversary edition of this movie, and Dad comes in, he's like, you have to watch this. And, like, you have none of you have met my father, but he's this sort of squat, barrel-chested gorilla of a man, so you don't argue with him. Um, and so, but he's, like, very excited to share this thing that he loves with us, and we watch it, and, like, like I said, I'm 16, 17, just that sort of age where you're, like, 
um, uh, really open to metaphors and really open to like dark metaphors and like, um, and, and like you are not maybe as aware of all of the issues that they're leaving lying scattered around the floor, all of the worms (laughs) left in the tin, you know? And so like, I remember watching it and being like, well, this is weird. (laughs) This is really weird for like my straight edge Republican dad to like, Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Right? I, I would almost say this is weird for any human it's, being to like. I, I mean, no, no, I was no, no. I so was like, shocked when Andrew Ryan said how much he liked this movie. <laughs> or sorry, Paul Paul Ryan. Wait, Paul, Paul Ryan, Ryan actually said he liked. No, I'm just oh, I, like it is oh. like the straight <laughs> weirdly straight edge Republicans like yeah, Paul Ryan loves this movie. Yeah, there was a moment where Mags just had complete like blood uh, frozen. Like oh. Oh. now so, I'm now I'm imagining this weird scene in like a secret oh, a secret room in Congress where well, Mitch like, McConnell and Paul Ryan oh, are hosting God. a screening of the it's film. A, it's a oh, it's God. a triumph of animation. Oh, God. <laughs> I really love all the Nazi symmetry. <laughs> huh? like, oh, oh, we, we're not allowed to say that out loud. <laughs> Oh, oh, so um, perverse. Yeah, so like it's I, like I, there's a lot of people I know that that would like it. Like the hippie people that I went to, like that I lived with while I was in college, absolutely would love. Yeah. Like this totally makes sense for somebody who was born in 1970 to really love um, somebody who gets high all the time, who's like identifies as a techno druid or whatever. Like I'm like, yeah, this is totally a movie that techno TJ would love. love this movie. <laughs> it's on the back of the DVD. Did I not bring it? <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that's sort of my experience with the movie, and I'd seen it once again, like maybe in my early twenties. Techno druids hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Techno druids in my in my grove more likely than you think. <laughs> oh Jesus! Try this one movie that Techno druids <laughs> absolutely oh. love. Oh boy! Right, so like I like I, we'd been talking about movies that like. I don't know. Uh, it came up, and I was like, oh, dude, I want to see other people see this movie. <laughs> like, I don't want to be alone in holding this memory in 28, now 2018. Like, we're recording in 2017. But, like, I didn't want to be the only person my age in my peer group who had seen this movie and carried its its scars. So you are waiting to unleash this poison on us, I see. Basically. I wasn't it's, it's as aware like... that it was going to be as sort of bad, or, like, that I would have uh, so much to say about it. As I do, because I was quite young when I watched it last. This it's, was your adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. It's mm-hmm. it's like having a really <laughs> fucked up dream, and you're like, I have to tell someone about this. Right. I feel like it's also like the like the D and D campaign where you're like, I have a really great idea for like the sort of core idea of a campaign, and then your party goes off the flipping rails, or like it's the like you have a cool idea, a couple of cool ideas for an adventure, but no idea how to link them together, and so you just force. Yeah. No. Oh, this is oh boy. Yeah. No, it's it's. I, I don't know if I would call it high. Well, no, I would call it high concept. It, there's a it, certain connotation to high. High, that high concept, hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is perfect. That's. Can I? I need that as a tattoo. All right. So <laughs> let's let's go ahead and get into it. Let's let's All go right. ahead and do the talk about wizards. All right, Mags, give us the detail on Wizards. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Ralph Bakshi, okay. um, the director. So he started out uh, in Paramount. 
Pictures, oh, started as a cell polisher and worked up to get his own studio, Back, Backstreet Productions. The movie that he probably has the most acclaim for outside of this or um, uh, The Lord of the Rings is Fritz the Cat. So he made a bunch of like sort of gritty urban movies, animated movies. Fritz the Cat was the first movie to earn an X rating from the Motion Picture Association. That gives you an idea of who this person is leading into this very 70s um, fantasy movie. He's a real cool guy. A real groovy cat. <laughs> How many times can I quit? Oh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it's a, an apocalyptic science fantasy film written, produced, and directed by Ralph Bakshi. Like I said, it comes so, out in 1977. L- l- let me just put a, a pen on that one. Written, produced, and directed by. No, this is very clearly like one man's passion project. This is this is uh, for added context. He's yes. good friends with George Lucas. Oh boy. Um, they went uh, through hello, a lot of this. Hello, I hi. Oh, um, hi, hi, George. It's so glad hello. for you to join us. I, I hello, just, Mr. Bakshi. I, I wanted am. to make a movie about uh, the Tuskegee Airmen. Elf There will be elf titties in it, and yeah. So Mark Hamill is in this movie. George and Ralph worked together. Uh, not on this necessarily movie, but they're good friends. Um, the movie, the big sort of meeting that's famous in Star Wars history about Star Wars being turned down for additional funding was uh, Ralph Bakshi was also at that meeting asking for funding for this movie um, and also got turned down. Uh, Mark Hamill needed a job. Ralph Bakshi gave him a job and he is a 30 second yes. cameo. <laughs> He's like, I hi, say. hi, I'm Mark Hamill. And then like five seconds later, Deadsville. Oh yeah, yep. absolutely. It uh, never comes back. Nope. Never comes. It's mentioned briefly once more. Um, oh, yeah, my son's just, dead. Just immediately goes. Wait, was that Mark Hamill? <laughs> right, you're like that man is a, a you know a, a metamorphosis of just, voices. Just but was think, that Mark Hamill? Just think, like we see this little clip. It's Mark Hamill, and within like a little over a year, he's in the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> Truly, the no! best of times. Oh. Okay. Alright, so this also additionally I, I can't see right now who narrated it, but she asked that her name be left off. Josh, if you could look that up for me. I have no clue. Let's see. Um so she asked that her name be left off, but the narration was so good that she got like she came back to Ralph Bakshi later and said she regretted having her name left off because she got so much work from it. This is this reminded me of like the the intro to the Dune movie where it's like, let's just like have an attractive woman like the narration <laughs> We'll just get people in the, you know, get, just, okay, just settle down for a second. We need to, we need to, like, vomit some exposition on you. Yeah, speaking of the narrator, it's actually uh, Susan Tyrell. Yeah. Yep. So, she did a lot of other voice after work after this. And her voice after work is really good. Huh. Like, the voice mm-hmm. acting in this is, like, it's got that very weird 70s vibe to it, where, it, like, it bounces Everything between very serious very serious and like very allegorical and like by gosh I need to be taken seriously and then also like a gag a minute later like it's it's such a weird thing anyway so we start off um with a uh earth has been devastated by a nuclear war instigated by five terrorists and it's taken two million years for the radioactive clouds to once again allow sunlight to release the surface the the five terrorists specifically like that was a why I kept thinking like is that gonna be significant somehow No. no Are these big terrorists? Are we talking we just states? Wanna, we just want to throw some numbers at you. <laughs> right. No, it's definitely like uh, laden with that sort of language um, that like, a, like you find in like a lot of science fantasy of the era. Like it is very like chronistic, I guess. Is the Verbose. Best. Hmm. Yeah. And like very of its time. Like if you love or have had a lot of experience with 70s sci-fi, science fantasy, uh, you know, like whatever. Like this is like right up your alley. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so, 
There are there's a there's a, a De- Delia has two children. They're wizards. One is a good wizard named Avatar because again, as subtle as a hammer to the face, and the other is named Black Wolf because again, subtlety is Ralph Bakshi's uh, shtick. He even as a baby, he has skeleton arms. Right. So he's a mutant, and Avatar is is a is a non mutant human. So like, the world is sort of divided into two separate camps. Uh, like human like uh, fairies and elves and stuff that live in like the non mutated lands, and then like Mordor. Um, <laughs> where yeah. everything not, is let's, mutated. Let's not beat about the bush here. Yeah, no. <laughs> if this is this is Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So uh, during a celebration of three thousand years of peace, Delia, Queen of the Fairies, falls into a trance and leaves the party. Puzzled, uh, the fairies follow her to her home and discover that she's given birth to these twin wizards. Uh, you know from birth because Avatar is white, has a red beard. Uh, that he's gonna be the good wizard, and then Black Wolf is uh, has like this purple dusky skin uh, and the skeleton arms. So he obviously he's going to be evil, and there's nothing that you can do at this point to change it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, this, <laughs> yep. this is just like yes, this is nature, not nurture. These are going to be the evil characters <laughs> and the good characters. This is how this is how like, like already they're like oh and and like Avatar spends his time entertaining his sick mother, and Black Wolf tortures small animals. It's it's already the path this of fascism. Is what, I don't know why, like, I don't know, Josh, any old sci-fi stories books you've read, but this is pretty, just like, no, there's no subtlety, there's no wiggle room here. It's just, yeah. Good versus evil. It's just it's just powerful men in space being right. And, and sorry if I, if I missed this, but have we stated that this is, like, eons in the future? Yeah, so this yeah. is, like, uh, yeah, because it's two million years or whatever in the future for just the radioactive... Yeah, two million years, and then after that, another three million, uh, three thousand years. So this is way in the future. Like, like it's just like, oh, there was a nuclear war, and it was like, it was. It's kind of surprising because it's like five terrorists managed to use all the nukes. <laughs> Again, why th- that detail makes so little sense, and yeah. was like, I have so many questions about well, the opening. So many well, questions. Well, again, it also depends on your definition of a terrorist. Is the terrorist a state or is it an individual? Yeah. Oh. Well, and then add to the entire fact that that happens, and then because there were nukes that went off and there weren't people, fairies and elves just come back just because. Uh, yeah, if anyone's ever played Shadowrun, this is basically the like, story from this, Shadowrun. This <laughs> feels like the 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 epitome of just the 70s, like, hey, imagine like elves just, and, and, and goblins and stuff in the real world, but it's because it's the post apocalyptic just, future just man everything like, this is like the naturalistic fallacy made into a movie yeah it, it's it's really yeah it's it's one of these terrible just like yeah it's, it's about like, like nature in the versus technology man yeah like it's magic a very and magic and love man uncomplicated view of a very complicated set of circumstances and like that's our secondary let's i guess our tertiary theme for the month although it's sort of the same thing as our yeah secondary and theme. and yeah. trying to tie it back to like yeah but this is earth but earth in the future and we call this and like it's 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 stupid it's super stupid <laughs> oh yeah. yeah no it is definitely like dude like i have these like oh man like it's very tied to the ideas at the time and how those ideas were popularly <laughs> handled like this movie is very 1977 in a way that like you could not get outside of a time machine mm-hmm. um so delia dies black wolf is like dude yeah i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be king just crotch chopping the whole time just exactly like-, <laughs> like that he's got this like awesome epic wizard beard like this is another problem i have with the movie the like the villain looks so so much cooler. 
They're yeah, the, like, the, Black Wolf looks the, awesome. He looks like, awesome. He should be on a yeah, yeah, cover. Black yeah. Wolf looks awesome, and and Avatar, Avatar looks, looks like Dopey from. Cool. Dopey. He looks like he should be on the front Snow of a cereal White. box, or, yeah. or like yes. Harry the Gnome. Like it's yes. like, hello, how are you? I, it's every other character but Avatar should totally be airbrushed in a van somewhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, I'd yes. get, I I get Dealy on it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> right there, tattoo. Oh yeah. Oh, perfect. Um, so Avatar opposes his evil brother and forces him to fight for the kingship. Um, Avatar is empowered by his grief, um, letting him defeat Black Wolf. Black Wolf leaves Montagar, their kingdom, with a vow to return later and make uh, and make this a planet where mutants rule. I, and I would like to say everything that just happened is all like in a like badly sound badly sound mixed voiceover over like some brown paper illustrations. Yeah, like these are really cool illustrations that I would be really excited to see like on a Magic the Gathering novel. Yeah. Oh, they're, well, they're all like it's. That's not a knock, by the way. There are some really good Magic the Gathering actually, novels there are, out there. Yeah, there actually are. There's some really good ones. Anyway, so I'm, like these are cool illustrations, but they're not in consistent style with the rest of the movie. They're all very, they're very Frazetta. That's the the big one. Yes, yeah. it's, it's everything is so very like 1970s D and fantasy culture. It's yes. very steeped in what it is. This it, whole movie is like if a Frazetta painting came to life, but it wasn't good. <laughs> Yes. Well, you can tell where they run out of funding. Well, also, oh yeah. Frazetta is more realistic. The style. Well, like, Frazetta is more greasy. Real, like everyone, everyone is oiled and, and is like barely wearing oh, any clothing. Yeah. We'll right. Get, that's like that's a similarity. We'll get to that other girl. Than that, mm. Other than that, mm. the the but style like the, is more simplified. Yes. Yeah. And it's yeah. very simplified. There. Uh, yeah. It's it's incredibly like simplistic to look at most most of the time. Um, so Black Wolf goes off into Mordor. <laughs> uh, they call it the Scorch, um, but it's it's Mordor. Um, Scorch. Uh, years later, Black Wolf is risen to lead the Dark Land of Scorch with a T. So S C O R T C H. It's in the yep. future, so it's got a T in yes, it. Yes, and he's tried to attack Montagar twice, but foiled because the mutant warriors he have are bored and sidetracked during battle. Which is like beautiful and yeah. so very nineteen seventies. <laughs> Like, hold on, man. I, I like that idea. But why, but but why like, didn't he win? Like, oh, they were like, they were like bored. They need to be like led by a leader. They weren't like impassioned enough. And like, also, I really just want to make propaganda the villain. And propaganda is a villain. Like, again, like Literally. bringing up cool yeah. themes. You are ill-equipped to handle. Oh man, are they? It's and this this is the ultimately like the biggest sin of the movie is the fact that they just ran out of funding and it's like shit. What should we do? Oh, how about if we just get a whole bunch of stock film and just use that? Well, yeah. like the, the like they did run out of movie at like money out at the end and like so only some of the ending battle was supposed to be. I actually, I mean, we're sort of skipping ahead here. I actually really like that the ending battle is a lot of rotoscoped old war footage like a movie wars and like it's like, so it's not all realistic. weird i i was like, it's super weird i was like completely like like okay what is happening yeah the, i i actually recognize some of it because it's from the movie zulu which is one that i, I have definitely that was, seen like again like a weird uncomfortable place that the only sort of people of color are on the whatever, oh, the, whatever that's, oh his, ar his army is made of both nazis and demon black people that's fine yeah, yeah that's fine i don't see anything yeah i was i was I, I was also seeing like some scenes from like the korean war i think i think i could yeah and there was some there... world war ii footage in there yeah too. i, like, I could have sworn there was a shot from kelly's heroes in there i might be wrong <sighs> possible but it was yeah it was bizarre 
So weird. It's, it, it's, it's super weird. Hold it's on. Rotoscoped, rotoscoped in incredible contrast, so it's like black and white, mm-hmm. and then it's been re-superimposed on like a crazy background of like weird colors. Yeah, yeah like it's it's super weird. All right, let's uh, let's jump back to the sort of beginning. Yes, this sure, movie sure, takes sure. so long, and I understand why we're wanting to jump around because it's it's like sort of like. It's the, the Hobbit, where you have a, a set of adventures that happen in order, but not necessarily super connected, and there's not, like, really an arc for most of it, which is something that, like, I do not like, and <laughs> makes this movie harder to watch each time, because it's not like you get to grow, and be, whatever. Sorry. Um, commentary later. Facts now. So, um, Black Wolf uh, is, is defeated twice, um, and then he finds an old projector and reels of Nazi propaganda. <laughs> Uh, he enhances the projector with his magical power and uses it to battle in battle to both inspire his troops and frighten the enemy. So I should say he has this meme where he calls all of his troops to his like evil courtyard and he's like, "Look, and I have the secret weapon that will defeat Avatar," and just like projects a Nazi propaganda footage and like his soldiers are psyched by this. This thing, like, what? Right, these mutants are psyched by the idea that there is an aesthetically pleasing master race, and they're like, "Yes, it's us." We match that. Yep. That, yep, this checks I look, out. I yep. look totally like that. That looks like me. And it's just like, it's it's literally it's literally just clipped. They clearly took some World War II, like. Yeah, like, no, it's really just like there's there's footage of, of Hitler's speeches. Um, like, again, like, this is, like, the value, this is what propaganda does. This is how propaganda, or the effect you hope propaganda has. But, like, the effect of propaganda, like, speaks to the needs and fears of real actual people in the time that it's made. So, like, just copying Nazi propaganda, well, I guess I was going to say wouldn't work as well as you'd hoped it would. But look where we are in 2017, so maybe it does. It, um, it's just, like, it's bizarre. It's, like, they're just, like, It's ham-fisted. Mm-hmm. It's ham-fisted, and it's, it's like, oh, God, we'll keep well, going. Keep going and, going. and they just kind of add to it of the, of the fact of just, like, oh, hey, look, they're just there's swastikas everywhere. Yeah. Like like people just have swastika bands and, and the big evil guy has a giant swastika and, and, and on the a bunch floor. of them are backwards for some reason. Yeah, and then Well, yeah. I think that's because the the um the mutants are supposed to not understand and like I don't think for them like I think the idea is they're like blindly adopting this thing without really understanding it and that's part of the point. Right. But that might yeah. be me rationalizing really hard. <laughs> it might uh, it's like is it really subtle or is the movie just bad? <laughs> I don't think it's, it's a, subtle because it's I think a little it's calmer, very clear. That, like, it's not tailor-made. Like, it's that they're just falling in line to a powerful voice and mm-hmm. adopting the mannerisms of that. Because they also adopt, like, Nazi uniform standards, even though it's, like, a pseudo-medieval fantasy world. Yeah. Then, so, like, I, mean, I think it's very clear that they're just picking up these sort of symbols of power. Yeah. Right. And even, like, it goes down to the granular level of even the weapons that they're using even kind of look like uh, MP40s, which is one of the standard well, submachine guns. Uh, well, as far as the backward swastika, backward swastika is actually a real symbol used it, by the Buddhists. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's just, it's a known symbol, but it's, like, this is clearly meant to be, like, Nazi Germany, and it's, like, why are some... I, I, think, it, I think it's what maybe, Mags is saying. Maybe, yeah. or maybe the images got turned around somehow. <laughs> Could be something like that. Reduction. Because that, they just that didn't notice. Happen. Yeah, yeah. Just, in the middle Sometimes of an that in the middle of an acid freakout, Bakshi is like, "No, no, reverse the scene. Just mirror it. <laughs> mirror it. More acid." I can't watch this again, Mandy. You see it? It's boring. Or they just put um, it on backwards, depending on how. If they did, yes. Was it yeah. was it was it done in regular uh, old school cell fashion or? Um, I think so because that was what he was used to doing. Okay. And it was 1977. So yeah, it's possible they just put it on backwards. It is entirely yeah. all. That th- somebody just forgot to. <laughs> well, I mean, they, I, they, I mean, during the production, the production is like, uh, here, can you take the rotoscope for a second? I need to like mix up another like mescaline smoothie. 
Just hold my beer. Like, oh. okay, right, okay. I, I, I gotta I get hear back you. to This movie's clearly drug influence, but I think it's mostly like drug culture influence. I don't think there's anything that's like actually super trippy about this. Yes, I would yeah. no, I, I want I would say the corollary is like I know it's it's really easy for any movie that just becomes kinda of even slightly weird or surreal. It's like, oh, it's a drug movie and it's like no, I think this was just like this feels like a combination of like I'm sure drugs were involved somewhere in this movie, but it's just more like like I think it sounds like this is a movie where budget ran about, ran out. Right, mm-hmm. and like seventies aesthetics ran wild. Yes. Um, yep. So with the new power of his Nazi fueled mutants, uh, he defeats uh, Black Wolf defeats the big elf army. Um, and which that scene that was the first that was like I was already like this is crazy, and I got to that scene and I was like. What is it's happening? Not even, it's not even the what most what is happening scene in the movie. Um, so, uh, in, in meanwhile, in Montagar, Avatar, Avatar has abandoned his responsibilities as the most powerful wizard around, and he's um, a tutor training the president's daughter, Eleanor, to become a full-fledged fairy. Um, <laughs> does somebody want to like describe Eleanor to me? Boobs uh, McGee. Tits with the uh, tits a poppin' with What's the monokini mono that is um, protecting. The goods. Every literally every female character in this movie. <laughs> this is like um They're they're like they drew in the little like little like there are nipples in everything. Yep. I like, don't think Black Wolf's wife had nipples. Because she had like an armored thing, but they, but they were spirals. <laughs> they were clearly. But they were spirals pointing towards it. So this movie is like this movie has a very weird like, <laughs> like I I'm like I wanna say that oh god I Even can't the remember. tiny fairies did, like yeah. Tiny, like, but I want to say that like that was a lot of fantasy artwork back then. It was like mm-hmm. nipple centric. Like <laughs> there, dudes there in the seventies of... loved them some well, nipples. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like as a result, it looks so weird in this animation style. Like if anyone else has ever seen Bakshi's Lord of the Rings, imagine that with but nipples. Just, yeah, way more nipples. And there, there's just like tits everywhere. It's like what is happening? And, and like it's also sort of creepy because he's also hitting on her, but he's supposed to be her tutor, and like. Yo, oh, we see where that old man. Oh, we see where that goes. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be. And her husband is like right there. It's not yeah. her husband; it's her father. Father. Okay. Who's the evil? Who was the crazy like clown doll thing? That was that was her dad. What? He was yeah. the king of Monta whatever. Montagar. Montagar. Yeah, Montagar. Oh well, that's horrifying. And yeah. I'm, he had he, what came to him. He had coming then. <laughs> wow. Oh. We, we don't right. even know anything well, about him. Okay. 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 Max, go ahead. So like, so the the, the king of Mont or the the president of Montagar, the the fairy president of Montagar gets shot by Necron ninety nine. This like wobbly inflated <laughs> robot. That's. <laughs> A bright red, like he looks like Marvin the Martian. Like evil. I actually really like this character design. He, well, yeah, it's it's, inter- it's cool. It's like oh, this is kind of weird, and it's like he he just goes around killing people and like, like he's uh, he's a robot assassin. He's so. a Terminator. Yeah. And as said, like my favorite like assumption of Necron ninety nine is he he's like this entire sort of red like, body, mm-hmm. uh, but he has this Bender like sort of iced like looks yes. like headlamp eyes and it's like uh, underset. Yeah, like a headlamp, like these big orange eyes, and then just this darkness that is like a uh, in, like the inside of his hood. But the way that I love to look at it is that those eyes are actually just giant teeth. <laughs> so he just has this like mouth. open open just go duh the well, whole time. If you look at I, I I wish I had the name off the top of my head, but like especially the movie poster for this is is Necron ninety nine pose on top of his potato horse. God, I and love his potato horse. They're 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 weird and oddly cute in this movie. But like that pose that's a Frazetta painting. I forget what that one is. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying like, which what is the painting that that is? It's a Frazetta work. Do a work. Google image search on that too. You'll up. see it. It's it's like the it's All like right, the Black right. Knight with the horns and the glowing eyes on top of his horse. It's a, it's a well known Frazetta work, and so like as if this movie didn't have enough Frazetta in it. <laughs> yeah, this movie has that weird like I'm parodying this thing I love, uh, but I expect you to also take me incredibly seriously. That I feel was like rampant in this yes. age of fantasy. Like I'm um, like I also uh, hold on. I got to put more crushed up Viking in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready, ready to animate. Ready to rotoscope the shit out of some war films. All right. All right, so um, uh, Necron 99 is this robot assassin programmed by Black Wolf to um, kill believers in magic. This doesn't feel oh. like a very efficient way to do things, but whatever. I, I, oh, sorry, sorry. I just want to say real quick. The, the, the fundamental conflict in this movie is technology versus nature slash magic. And love. And, and the love. way it's resolved, get ready, kids, is amazing. It is. Oh. I, I can't argue it's with the so resolution good. at all. I, so I, I went like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> when it, when so it happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Avatar confronts the ro- uh, the um, the robot and battles it using brain reading. Well, but, uh, but as why? we said, like, he can <laughs> Very, a, a sentence that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so we also have to add that Necron 99, as we kind of mentioned, killed the... Killed what's-his-butt. He just, like, jumps in and is like, yeah. bang, and hits the president. Oh. Right, like, how did he get this far? Like, do they... Whatever. It's There's, again, like, leaving this thing and, like, leaving these trails of, of things that, like, I wish had been covered. Like, did he sneak in? Are there guards outside? Like, what is this place like that this robot can just walk in when there are no good robots? Yeah, and just kill the president just right there, and then... Uh, I guess he's just a bad enough dude. And then Eleanor just <laughs> loses her <laughs> shit. She is oh so... Oh, my God. <laughs> She loses her shit for like five seconds, and she's back to being like horny for Avatar. <laughs> Those are like her two personality traits in this movie: like wants to bone this gnome of a man, or is like is like the hysterical version of a barbarian. Yeah, and then like, like instead of like empowering rage, it's just like emotional. Like ah, it's like. I don't know if you're trying to subvert something. You're probably not. I know who you are. <laughs> and they just sort of leave the president there in the room. Like, I don't yeah. think they ever do anything. And no, Avatar, there's I, no funeral. There's no follow-up or anything. He just Avatar just dead. cracks some, like, wry jokes. And he's like, oh, I guess. You he know, just stone-called Steve Austin he'll just never, opens a beer and starts dumping Yeah, he's just him. like, oh, he'll never be the head of a major corporation. No, they, 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 <laughs> they in, in another one of those scenes where they just show still pictures, they mention that she took, his, she took her father back to where the fairies were or something to mourn for him or whatever right like this movie like there is another two hours of movie which is just covered up by exposition over more still images Mm -hmm. god like there's just so much stuff that like would have been interesting that they just do on the brown paper drawings okay so um avatar convinces uh he makes necron 99 lose his desire for war and changes the name to peace in the hopes that he will bring it (laughs) and like oh dude like that's so 70s Um, he learns from the robot about the, the dream projector, uh, the projector, um, uh, uh, and he know he learns that that's Black Wolf's secret weapon, and he, um, an elf warrior named, uh, God, Weehawk? Yes, Weehawk. Weehawk. Is he also That's from- not uncertainty, it was just disappointment. Is he, from- <laughs> is, he, is he from New Jersey? What's going on? Spelled here? W-E-E Hawk, so it's like- Yeah, there's no He is the P-bird. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I thought we was like, it was in small, like the Wee folk. Or, or maybe it's like, Wee! <laughs> that is a delightfully ironic interpretation that I will uh, uphold. I, um, I, I just want to. So I, him, the robot, uh, the princess, or yeah, she's a princess, even though she's the president's daughter. 
Um, and also, like, she's the only fairy that's... Whatever, fine. There's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> so the four of them... Just, just I'm just that. also abandoning shit and, like, as we go, because like, I don't have time for this. We have, think, like, a runtime. What do you think Ralph Bakshi is doing? He's just, like... Yeah, he's he's like. Well, I think like we now as modern viewers uh, expect more backstory and like more developed threads. Yeah, I think like the average viewer who would have seen this movie would have been fine with this. And well, it's it's just like there's so much clearly set up and world building that he wants to do, but this movie is like has no time and no budget for it. Right. No. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like this is this sounds like a like somebody's D and D campaign that they spent a lot it of time is. working on. Like there's uh, an incredibly involved backstory. Like there's political blah blah blah. There's like ham-fisted tropes and avatars of goodness. Like in like the most literally you named your character that sort of way. So like you know it's just anyway. So uh, the princess abandons her kingdom with uh, these yahoos and they go for the land of scorch. They head off for the land of scorch to go for destroy Mordor. the projector for Mordor. Yeah, right. they so were taking des- destroy the, the ring. Yeah, yeah. We're taking the gnome to uh, Mordor. <laughs> Um, to taking, save the world from another holocaust. Okay. Taking the yep. titty fairy to Isengard. God, and like her nipples are always out. It's <laughs> the just, middle of summer and the middle of the forest. They're just right there. And we're, we're, like, and we're not hey, just... can you... There was a lot of emails back and forth with production. Can you... Can you... Can we like... Can we add... Make sure that... If, there's some scenes where we have her at like a three-quarter profile. Can we like really zone in on that? And we are not just trying Look, to be I know we gave here. this. I know we gave this bitch a sword, but you know she's only here for one reason. Right. And it, I, I'm saying like we, I know people might thinking we we are not just being body on purpose like it is straight up like the entire movie the entire yeah. movie yeah. her nipples are erect all right quick question name one thing that she does that's useful for the party she um she gets the dumb fairies to listen oh to her, her magic yeah when yeah. she's like I they weren't ready for me to be a real fairy but magic Okay, so she talked to one group. Is there anything And not else even, she doesn't she actually get the them. Wiz- she bones the wizard at the end? Yeah, yeah. she don't want to talk about that. Do not want to talk about that. No, oh, there's literally nothing. She could, be, she could be replaced by a sexy lamp. <laughs> That's the tactic. <laughs> well, at least that way she could be turned on sometime. Oh! No, what makes that it worse is like she is clearly horny for. God, I hate saying that word. Please, I hate this movie. <laughs> you bought this movie. This movie is super. This mo- the movie. I was movie. young and dumb, and I didn't know the implications of. I mean, like I was curious. I whatever. This m- the movie itself is horny. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, this is. The, Can the, we find a different word? The, v- yeah. the VHS itself <laughs> is trying to have sex with other tapes. Yes. Yeah. The, the DVD, DVD has like, to be barely contained. Sexual the energy DV- and the DVD like, is all hot and bothered, yeah. and like in a very casual '70s way of like, of course, everyone's like this, and it's like, no, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah oh. The, the, the the DVD itself comes with a set of keys to leave in the bowl by the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's but it, basically, it yeah. really is. It is aggressive. How like weirdly sexual this movie is. Yeah, like and without ever commenting on it. Too, it's yeah. it's, uh, it's uh, just uh, in your face visually. All the time. Um, so they, they're going through on their journey. They come to the forest and, like, uh, Peace is like, bad stuff, forest. Oh, bad. Oh, bad. bad. 
it's it's like I don't know why why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> why use anything like this? Why why so, couldn't you have been like KT K2SO? Come on. So one thing we should mention is because of Avatar's mind magic, he finds out about the projector, so now they have to go on this big quest to try and stop the projector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. what that's essentially what this quest is out to do. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. they all band together as this motley crew and go into the forest and BS happens. A fellowship of the projector. <laughs> fellowship of the um, so pieces like oh, first bed, uh, uh, and then like leads, L- like leaves, and then the group is accosted by Mark Hamill. Yeah, Mark as Hamill. A, what are the like? What are those? You know those comics that occur in like they're single panel and like your parents have them cut out and they're like a naked boy and a naked girl and they Ooh. talk about like marriage moments. Like true what? love is. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, so, uh, yeah. family circle. No. Family <laughs> no, 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 no. They usually have cl- clothes on in family circus. <laughs> um, no, no, no. They're like. Like, those sort of precious moments sort of looking things. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, they're single-panel comics, and, like, love is patient, and, like, love is kind, and love is not minding when they leave their clothes on the floor or whatever Precious, like precious Moments is very, like, close to what he looks like. Yeah, it's exactly. It's pulled, like, it just, and, like, his blue eyes and blonde hair, and it's Mark Hamill, and his name is Sean, and he's the <laughs> pixie prince, the fairy prince. Okay, now imagine if you could kill a Precious Moments doll, because right. that happens 30 seconds later. <laughs> So just like boom, and dead. he still looks cute. Weehawk in his like I'm hyper masculine and angry all the time, and they give me a sword, and like my pride is very important to they me. They give me a sword, and the hilt also looks like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All their swords uh, look like dicks. All swords look like dicks. Avatar's tower I'm looks poking, like a dick. <laughs> I'm gonna fight you with my dick. Ho ho. <laughs> My very not, shark dick. Oh, oh. Not out of keeping with watch, this movie. Watch again. me penetrate you. Oh. So like, peace is like, I'm a peace out and like, get on with this because this is not a good place to I be. Know. But his <laughs> dumb robot voice. Uh, we're gonna need about a hundred percent profile on that dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, like this movie enhanced. This, this is just the movie. We are not. We are only slightly exaggerating. <laughs> And so, like, Peace wanders off, and then we Hawk is like, oh, he's gone! <laughs> Wait, he oh, pieces no. out? Yeah. Yes. Oh. I, made, I made that joke, like, 30 seconds ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep up. Um, so, Peace pieces out for the third time, we'll say it. Um, and then, like, we Hawk's like, oh, where is he? And then, like, these little pixies come, and they start, like, being, like, cute, and then they start being mischievous. And then they start getting in trouble, and that's when Mark Hamill comes up, and they're like, well, blah, blah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they say. And then um, some mutant assassins uh, ass- assassinate Sean slash Mark Hamill. Because he was asking for too much of a budget. No, no. Yeah, Mark, no, Mark <laughs> Hamill gets like eight seconds of talking time in this movie. Yep. Yeah. So. No, he was given this job specifically as a uh, favor to George Lucas. Um, just eight seconds of, of shitty dialogue and uh, his precious moments figurine. Uh, <laughs> Murdered by some mutants. Right, just like shot. Just kind of like cold-blooded, oh. like out of nowhere. Bang! Every major yeah. character who dies in the movie, it's super abrupt and jarring. Yeah. 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 There's no character arc or development to a lot of this stuff. Okay, so no, if I remember sorry. now, Peace and Weehawk are now off somewhere else, which leaves right. Avatar and Eleanor like by themselves and they have some sort of like Kinky meety, meeting with the fairies, like there's a dog, there's stuff. No, no, no. There's not a dog. Okay, so like, okay. uh, the uh, Sean gets shot. Eleanor is captured, sort of by the king of fairies. Um, and then Avatar goes down there, and they're they're like the fairy council is all together. And it's like there's this really great shot that I really like. And again, it says so much about like 1970s like fantasy that like you have this really cool shot of this really awesome looking elf king and like four warriors right behind him. And I'm like, that's a campaign. Like that's yes. a party. Let's 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 take these guys and roll out. Um, and so like they're like, we don't know if we want to be part of this. Uh, like we're gonna stand in the middle of Nazis and not Nazis, which is like w- fine, sure. I, I that's you know what honestly. 
I believe it now. Democrats. Switzerland. <laughs> Switzerland. <laughs> completely plausible um, that people would be like, I don't know if Nazis are actually that bad. Um, <laughs> it's like our common client. Yay. It's Not suddenly relevant there, in a way. Ba- there's bad people on all sides. Remember <sighs> that. So, like, uh, Eleanor is in this, like, weird magical, that's like two pillars and her arms are through them. Like, so she's trapped in sort of a crucifix it's, pose. It, it's so, like, uh, like this, is, this is meant to be just, you know, ever so slightly sexy. Oh, yeah. She's going to get sacrificed to the gorilla monster. Aw, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, Avatar comes Avatar comes in, and, and they're like, we don't know if we're going to let her go, and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, Avatar says something, like, she realizes her magic, which she wasn't allowed to use before, and something about, like, Avatar didn't think I was ready to be a real fairy, which is just, like, really weird, like... I and didn't think I was really a grown up vibe to it, which puts everything in like an extra skeezy vibe, and like this, we're already in that like Vaseline skeezy yes. framing. <laughs> so like this felt like super. But so like on the top of these pillars are these sort of like alligator monsters with weird faces, and one of them comes alive and starts terrorizing the fairies. Um, and Avatar comes in and is like, "Let me convince you to let her go. I won't hurt you. I won't defend myself, but I will defend her." Uh, like, super noble, Avatar, way to go. And then, like, <laughs> another one of Black Wolf's assassins tries to kill him, and he gets shot in the arm, and he doesn't do anything about it. He just sort of clenches it. And then the, like, wiz- the elf king is, or the fairy king is all like, you were, you, stay to your word. You're very clearly noble. We will neither aid you nor abet you, but neither hold you back. And then lets them go. And it's like, well, that was... The whole scene was, I got the end of it. Like, could have cut it. What? Yeah. Wildly yeah. unnecessary. And, like, we, I think as a modern audience, demand tighter storytelling. Like, scenes should build up, should add to the narrative. And this one could have just been lifted. Yeah, they could have just ran to the mountains. Like, gotten separated and been like, oh, we got to go this way. Oh, we're in the mountains now. Because that's where we end up. We just teleport to the mountains. It's It's like, we're here now. A weird scene that does not add anything to the story. I'm going to summon a parka on you. Not even a parka, a poncho. Which she compliments, again, in in an area of complete... Chronism. <laughs> Thank you for giving me more clothes. More would have been nice earlier. Right. Um, so uh, they're in the snow. The snow's bad. Bad the, snow. She's like, okay. oh, we'll never get out. And he's no, no, like, no. Hold no she's on. like, I'm tired. He's like, I'll go look. And then he realizes they've been walking in circles. And he's like, well, I won't. I won't tell her. It won't do her any good. Which is like, bitch. Yeah. She's a princess. Like she's a woman. Like needs to like have her own like identity and will in the world. You don't need to like. It's the, the, you trust uh, her with a sword, but not information. The whatever. vibe is so weird. It's like it's like a daughter he's raising, but then also well, wants to bone. Yeah, oh, man. Also, like politically relevant. Well, but also like <laughs> oh! well, but then there there there's that entire like weird scene where she's just like, oh, we're snowed in. We'll never get out. And he like literally just kicks like the snow. He's like, here, we're out. It's just like. Oh, look how worthless you are. Look how worthless and hysterical this woman is. <laughs> Let's give her a sword. Um, <laughs> All right, so, like, so they're about to die, but then guess what? They're two friends show It turns out it's Weehawken, yeah. yeah. Um, and there's no explanation of what happened to them. They're just they like, just going to oh. show up. They're like, hey, guys. They're like, oh, we found them. Hooray. Let's get them out of the whatever. And it goes to another like brown paper drawing uh, of them spending the night in the cave. And of course, she's sleeping in this really suggestive position. That looks like really bad for her back. Okay. Yeah. Then they're out and uh, they found an encamped army of an elf general who's prepared to attack Scorch the following day. What a stroke of luck. Right. And like, there's that weird, stupid thing that movies do that I just do not get where two people who are ostensibly you don't know this as the audience uh these two people act like they're about to attack each other and then it turns out that they're friends and like i get that that's like a movie thing to build uh 
uh, tension. But like as a viewer, like once you realize they're friends, you're like, why did you? Why? Why? Oh, was, why humans do that? It's it's the predator handshake. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's just like you son of a bitch. It's, and just it's, handshake. It's, it's Lando yeah. and Han. Oh yeah, it is. Lando and like Han. I under I understand that it's a classic film, whatever. But like I just find it so insensible. <laughs> it, it's, uh, I'm incensed rather whenever I see it. So and then like it's this sort of Viking elf guy, um, and again like he has a bunch of people around him who look like they would make a really awesome party or background to a party. Like again like great Dungeons it's, and Dragons setting. A yeah, lot of the backgrounds I'm going to call back to a previous episode. Very very Pirates of Dark Water. I'm going to say that right now. It also we talked about this too. It also is very hearkening of a rogue trader, which we'll get into later. We'll, when they get to we'll talk about like some of the art when they get to Scorch, which yeah. I oh, I, re- I really want to comment on. Yeah, yeah the now, art in this movie changes wildly. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it really is like they started like they had the animatic for this movie and like that's all we got like we gotta we gotta like tack on everything else. Uh yeah it's it's such a weird like I wonder what the production looked for anyway so um so they find this encamped army uh and uh there's a tank comes well, well there's a there's <laughs> well, a little bit of an exchange well, there's yeah, an exchange on. between Avatar the, and the general right there's another bullshit well, I like I've seen yeah. this movie three times now and I still don't understand what so, is going on there's the conversation between Avatar and the general yeah. that happens there's the big spooky version of the wolf dude that that, that appears in the air yeah oh, right and he's like oh he's lying it's like oh and then but that happens at the point that Eleanor and peace like are having like a this like momentary two second heart to heart yeah and then, yes, as you mentioned, the tank shows up and Eleanor goes, ha ha, I'm in a tank now, bye! Well, she shoots, yeah, she, she, oh, she throws her, her sword yeah. through. And yeah. just kills Peace. Yeah. Just Peace is dead. And then just hops in a big... He's deflated. Yes. Yeah. He's an inflatable robot. And which I think is kind of cool. It Again, could, yeah. like it's a, like an interesting little bit. But the weird thing is, is that I'm so... you Like, Peace is the character that I almost assumed was going to be, like, the actual lead character all the way through. The character that makes, like, a redemption arc. Right. You and won. Just, you made the mistake no. of thinking that there was going to be an arc in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in a, like, a standard movie... But he's in would, all of, like, the marketing materials. He's on the cover, yeah. on him and his potato horse. Yep. Um, like, he seems like the one that's going to be like, okay, cool. They're, they're the one that's like, I started bad, and I'm sorry that I killed the president, but I'll eventually be the one that actually, like, helps in the end to solve this. And it's like, no, by the way, he dies, like, 15 minutes before the climax of the movie. He gets yeah. murdered by a thrown sword, and then she hops in a rotoscope tank with a turret. <laughs> it's just a ball. And she's like, bye, and just gets in it, and it goes like, and drives away. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Every, I know. every scene is like, what? Ju- like, what? what? That was where her character happened? rolled a one. <laughs> and then uh, just like, uh, Pieces character, yeah. our player also rolled a one on this dodge roll. So, like, you know, sometimes just shit happens. Well, I, this, they, they rolled a one in, like, the narrative causality of this scene. Yeah, that, <laughs> like, like, this is, if, if we're doing the D&D reference, like, this is the point that the PCs just decide to do something completely and the GM is stupid. Just like, and it's just, like, going through his notes like, and, like, okay, uh, what if. Uh, I, all right, what if you betray us, kill oh. that person, so that way they're on our side because of the mind control that that guy does. And then a tank appears. <laughs> and then a tank, and then you get in the tank, and then, like, you're in timeout, essentially. You're in narrative timeout. Yep. So, at that particular point, we have Weehawk and Avatar, the only two parts of the party. They continue on with the general to do a assault on Scorch, mm-hmm. and they essentially just go, what's our plan? 
what if we just walk through the front door? Yeah, yeah. basically, what are we walking through there? And they find um, a Nazi robot, a Nazi mutant prostitute. No, he's a skeleton, isn't he? Well, well he's, an, he's supposedly like one of the generals. He's one of the demonic generals. I, right. I want to say I like what they try to do with Scorch, and it becomes this weird like postmodern sketch hell world. Again, like it's this cool. movie yeah. has like such cool like bits. It's, it's like yeah. cool world. It's <laughs> isn't that? Ooh. I want to say this is one of oh, Ralph Bakshi's other movies. Oh boy! But it's like it's so bizarre, and it's it's very yeah. it's very. It becomes yeah, he a... directed Cool World. <laughs> oh, oh, that explains so much. All right. That explains da, 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 da. My mind is exploding. That will right take care of us for this oh, episode. My God. <laughs> We're all fired. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Cool World uh, is not okay. good. This very like this whole end scene felt very also nipples rushed. <laughs> oh, no, well rushed, but you rushed. know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the end of Blue, of a uh, Yellow Submarine. I've never actually oh, seen, okay. ever seen it. Yeah. Well, if you watch Yellow Submarine, get ready. <laughs> you know it's like wizards. Um, <laughs> it's, so... it's like wizards, but more beetles in it. So during this, so they go in. The meanwhile, the elf warriors are having a battle outside with a whole bunch of rotoscoped uh, of generals and things like and, that rolling. And Nazi in. warriors and Zulu. The stu- yeah, yeah they've got they've got Stukas. They have Panzer twos. They've yep. got they've got their weird tanks. Zulu warriors. So yeah, the elf they're warriors recycled. are coming up with mostly like swords and shields, but they've also stolen guns from Black Wolf's other warriors. Yeah. So, but like it's a very clear like distinctive on this line. Uh, like I do like this battle scene. Like it's it's clear that they ran out of money, like it's and like Ralph Bakshi's even like yes that's when we ran out of money but rotoscoping that taught us how to rotoscope really well in prep for the Lord of the Rings movie. Yep, it was actually at that <laughs> really point well. I was at that point I was thinking oh man I wish I was watching Return of the King and they were approaching Mordor. <laughs> oh I am watching Return of the King. Okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh hold on a second this all seems really familiar but older. Uh, it's like reverse nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, in the in the continuation so Weehawk and uh, Avatar split up. Weehawk goes to after Eleanor because she betrayed them. Right. So Avatar says something about like uh, tell Eleanor that we'll die together. Essentially, like we're both going to die here tonight. Um, and that he's uh, Avatar is going for Black Wolf and that Weehawk should find the projector and destroy it. And if he sees Eleanor, tell her that they're both going to die tonight, essentially. So Weehawk goes and finds and then like tries to kill Eleanor. And she's like, it was mind control. I didn't mean to kill him. I loved him so. And then like, ex- and what was her explanation? I legit like did there wasn't not. there was not. Yeah. Like I uh. was controlled. And also there's a lady with a baby and she's real upset. Oh, and, like yeah. Black Wolf's wife. Like, what was that about? Like, yeah, okay, so we missed a scene where, like, uh, early in the movie where Black Wolf is like, I will take over the, like, essentially the green and healthy land, and he talk- turns to his, like, council of wizards, or, like, council of uh, astronomers, and is like, will my son be human, or will he be a mutant? And he's like, and they're like, oh, he'll be a mutant, my lord. And he'll be like, well, the next one won't be. And you don't know if he's threatening to kill his unborn child. It sounds pretty uh, evident of like... Yeah, yeah I mean, or it could be like, kill. and we'll ignore the first child and have a second child and like, it will be, I uh, will be creating the sibling rivalry that I always had because silent violence is cyclical. Um, but his wife is like, please don't kill the child, my lord, it's not his fault. And that's like, obviously a thematic moment. Um, so uh, is now... Is it really though? Well, is I think really? like, it's not his fault, I think is important. Um, or could have been or whatever. Mm. But so you see her, she's had the child and she has him in his arms or in her arms and she sees uh, Weehawk about to kill Eleanor, and she's like, don't do it, 
and he's like sees the tears in Eleanor's eyes, and I guess assumes that because Blackhawks or Black Black Wolf's wife doesn't want him to do it, that it's the right thing to do. So she doesn't die. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, these characters had had no previous interaction at all. She's like... Right. Who knows who this purple lady is? Yeah, exactly. She just she just seemed cool. Yeah. And know. she had a baby, so... Obviously, we have to trust her. She, yeah, she has to be some sort of moral centerpiece. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Um, Me- yeah. Meanwhile, the penultimate scene is happening. Oh, oh yes. Okay. So, like, in addition, as they enter so the castle, good. the animation changes. <laughs> it changes from this very... Like, well, the characters all stay the same, but, like, the backgrounds become this, like, pencil-y... Uh, pencil-y, Esh- eschery, eschery. Yeah. And we yeah. should mention, some of these background images are, are awesome, awesome, and this yeah. is one yeah. of them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, like, this movie is chock full of little bits that are like, oh, oh, oh that's kind of cool. Uh, and then, you know, you move on to something that's less awesome, and you focus on something that's less awesome. So, like, uh, Black Wolf is like, you'll never kill me, and, like, Avatar's like, well... I, I don't, my, my magic's not as good. As and it's it used like, to be. I'm kind of like, it's not. But and then I'll, he pulls out a gun and just shoots his brother in cold blood. It's beautiful. <laughs> so good. He's just like, but I have this. And he literally just pulls like a luger out of his sleeve. Like, and like bang, bang, bang. bang. Oh, yeah. And just kills him with it, a gun. Just yeah. Indiana Jones it. God, yeah. no, it's great. It, like, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's uh, so unexpected and just like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, because the main theme of this is All technology right, win, versus movie. magic, and you're like, there's two great wizards, and one of them has come across before, and, like, you know that, like, uh, like he's, he was earlier, his, he was powered by grief for his mother, and, like, that helped him defeat his brother the first time, and there, you think you have his student-slash-lover has betrayed him. <laughs> his so, daughter-slash-lover, like, possibly? <laughs> well, you know that he's tutoring her. Yeah. Oh, and we all, yeah. yeah. Sorry, that was Tutoring. Exactly. You didn't see the air quotes that he did, but he's they weren't a, quite appropriate. He's a love wizard. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, he is, actually, by by, by this movie. <laughs> okay, okay, but okay. I don't want you to do you're, that. You're a love wizard, Harry. Stop, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Please, no. Stop. Make it stop. <laughs> All right. So, so he just so, shoots his brother. Shoots his brother with a gun. Just, just the mo- stone and just cold. Like, and bang. And yeah. then immediately triggers the Metroid-style destruction of the, uh, <laughs> yeah. of the, of the castle. Just because every castle destroys itself the moment it's master dies. Absolutely. Right. Pretty much they're they're very gone. loyal. It's like a good dog. The ring has been tossed into Mount Doom. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, like, and we've also been flashing back and forth between these two events and the battle outside. And, like, I really like, I know that I said it before, but, like, I really like, like they have these really excellent grotesque expressions of horror on, like, the elf soldiers' faces. Um, like, I think it's actually fairly well drawn for the style it's in uh, and that kind of thing. And then um, they leave the castle and then, like, it's green skies. It's blue skies again and green outside. And, um... Weehawk is like, well, let's get back to the kingdom. Let's go rule it. And then, like, Eleanor is like, well, Weehawk, you're king now. Bye. Well, but there's also, a, a like, a throwaway line piece that is stated where I think Avatar, sta- like, Weehawk's like, oh, I found Eleanor. She was under mind control. And I think Avatar says something like, I know. I don't remember. Like, it feels like there was a part so where he busy. where he goes like, "Yeah, I understood that." It, it's like, then why didn't you say that? This, this, why didn't you say she was whole, under control? And the you whole knew? third act of this movie feels like they they it feels like they edited portions of crucial dialogue out of it. Oh, it absolutely. Does, it does not like it's like whoa, it's all over the place. Oh, and yeah. sh- should we mention that the resolution of this no. movie between the point that the bad guy gets shot and the resolution feels like two minutes. Yeah. It is like two minutes afterwards. So I was like, like, run out of here. All right, cool. All right, we're in a field now. What's going on? All right. What happened with the battle? Like, are they, like, like, are the troops there dead? Are you going to clean up bodies? Like, no, what, is green there, fields. Everything's cool. Everything's cool. We're no. going to go on a sex journey. All right. Yeah. We're going to start and, new like, kingdom, we, guys. 
right we're gonna start a new kingdom you know people live here like, <laughs> like who died. are you going to kick out to like they're not like they're not staying in scorch to like rebuild the kingdom they're literally going to wander away and fuck and start right. a new kingdom yeah, yeah. alright guys fuck this place bye well I mean you have to think back no. to earlier in the movie because the armies from scorch had invaded in, into the good lands and so they killed some of the uh, some of the they're existing nations they're just gonna find enough villages that have been destroyed and be like well we're just gonna fuck to replace that's yeah. what yeah. I'm saying that's exactly what yeah. Yeah. Hey, check I it don't out. want this. I don't want <laughs> this reality. <laughs> We're rationalizing this, okay? This movie ends with him making a like he's like, well, wanna go make it? And she's like, Tee-hee. like Well, yeah. I meant make it out of here or but whatever. I, I think that you like did. And I, then hold on a second. This is we we talked about this a minute earlier. So mm. we hawk gets on his his potato horse uh, yes. <laughs> and rides <laughs> through this like drawn force and it takes like 30 seconds for this to happen you see his like little figure like quick note the potato horses have two feet right only have like ostriches but like potato horses so like if a potato an ostrich and a horse had one bipedal baby but no arms no arms they just have like a long neck yeah a round potato shaped body but the important thing is it's two legs two legs and that is it two legs so like we hawk god i hate that name i hate that i have to keep saying it we we hawk this is actually thematically important we're coming full circle here rides through this forest and you see this little mountain you see him little ride up his little mountain path and then like the horse rears back does paws at the air with its paws nays and then they off they go it, it spawned two extra legs. <laughs> Are those Weehawk's arms? Is he like the wacky arm-waving inflatable? Is he man? doing a can-can up there? He's like, doing like a he's doing like a handstand with the, the horse. Yeah, um, like what is going horse? on? But it's, it's so far in the background that you can't. There's no detail. It's just like a little black drawing. And then um, and then Avatar makes a come online at his student, and then they off they go to. Fucking well, new of existence. They oh, said yeah. they were yeah. basically married at that point. Yeah, yeah. I know there was something like I'm not too old to be married. What? Like what? 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 He has a thousand years left to repopulate. She's gonna get some. Like, yeah, she's gonna get some little magic there going there. Love <laughs> lifts us up where we belong. <laughs> <laughs> How many times can I quit? <laughs> <laughs> you're you're volunteering right now. <laughs> That's three this episode. In it, was, it was like in a young in the ending. Of- no, come on, no. <laughs> Shrek's a good movie. See, see like the, the, wiz- the bad guy wizard is just stone cold shot with a gun and the end is just like the wizard and fairy like lady just go off and like but go off to no fuck. But it makes sense like, why they so need weird. to. I don't understand why they need to start a new kingdom when she was set to be queen. Slash president. Like she said, I'm gonna go avenge my father's death and then I'll be a full fledged fairy and I'll come back and I will be queen. It's like she already has a place to run. It makes no sense. Yeah. No, it makes no sense. Okay, and so like what you don't know is that this was supposed to be set up for a sequel. Ralph actually just wanted to make a sequel about Eleanor and Avatar's relationship. Ooh. And how Wee Hawk was getting in the way. Wait, what? Whoa. He's busy running a kingdom. I don't know. I was going to say, know. how does he get in the way if he is now king of another area and they're going off somewhere else to be king and queen somewhere else? Magic cock blocking. Yeah, pretty much. It's like I. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I just know it makes me furious because that relationship is creepy. Avatar's like this wisecracking guy who doesn't have any actual personality outside of like I'm disaffected. And I'm. Old. I'm Rye. 
I'm very raw, and I have this. You don't even see his eyes for most yeah. of the movie. Like he has just a big bushy beard and like floppy red hair and a big red nose and those oversized and, feet and giant hobbit he, feet. He kind of looks like Yosemite Sam if he was dressed as a wizard. Yeah. Yes. Tarnation. Yeah, perfect. Beautiful. Yes. Let's cut this. Yeah, but he has movie. a gun. <laughs> he only fires it once, though, so he can't really shoot it. But yeah, so like he's not a, like a developed character. Like, uh, yeah. So that's wizards. Hey, hey, Mags, this is not a good movie. It is not a okay, good movie. So Again, like it's we, like another this, movie. This feels like a movie that is exactly what you brought, which is something that you put upon your friends. So I'm gonna, I'm just, are we we're ready to do our our post wrap yeah. up here. I yeah. want to say, possibly controversial opinion. I kind of liked this movie. <laughs> It, this is so. This was so it's very in- prog rock, which we know you like. Well, yes, it, this, I, as I it's said, wandering I, and meandering. I was uh, blindsided when I saw this movie. Because I'm like, oh, Mags requested this. Like, like they go on about how much prog rock is terrible, and then send then serve up this delicious <laughs> prog rock meal for me. I'm like, this is like I was saying. This is like a, this is like if a Roger Dean album cover came to life, but it was bad. Like, and you're like, no, 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 go back to being dead. It's. It's so like, but so this movie. I'm gonna say this movie is so weird and insane. It looped back around. Like I actually enjoyed watching this because it's so out there. It's like this makes no sense. Like I Bakshi is. This is just this is Bakshi. Like it is most exasperated. Just like and then no, we gotta put this in, and this scene's gonna be in here, and this gonna, and then like fuck at the end of it, and it's like, <laughs> it's like the movie is just manic and weird, and like and it was a fairly small budget for the time. I think it was only it had two million five dollars, <laughs> two, two million, two million, two million, and it made back nine million. But, like, it's become a cult classic. Yeah. So, like, you can tell it's a very small budget, and it's one guy's passion project, and, like, it's very clear. And, I mean, yes. now that we know that it's Cool World was, like, another one that he did, there's so much like that. It is another one of those movies that you watch, and you just go, like, oh, God, you could see, like, the idea and the potential and how this guy if was just horny through the whole fucking thing. An editor. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously it's... has weird opinion women. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yes, we should talk about Fritz the Cat sometime. Yeah. So it's like, so th- that's why this movie is this movie was unexpectedly and, un- and inexplicably over, like hypersexual and like just didn't make any sense and like w- the art was insane. The like it had that like quasi casual possessiveness to the men that like just. Like speaks volumes of the time it was written. Yes, it's mm-hmm. it's so like. Of course, Eleanor can have her own story arc. It has to be tied to the two men she's with. It's the nineteen seventies. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see. Let's go around. Uh, Sabrina. Um, I could definitely see a lot of influences, like that. This movie might have influenced a lot of the the fantasy cartoons I probably grew up watching, but the most of the ones I watch are from the eighties. So I could see the similarities in the style and the way the music was done, and I can be like, okay, well, I, I appreciate it being like a forefather to this stuff, but yeah, I wasn't like a big fan of the story. I didn't like the way that all the female characters were portrayed, and yeah, the it did. Who? <laughs> yeah. Well, even even Both of them. but remember they had fairy prostitutes too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and they were the mutant uh, mutant prostitutes. They all and had the saggy end, boobs for some. Well, reason. and then at the end they were like Nazi fairy prostitutes. Yep, that's yeah. true. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. So sorry, forgot about those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I don't know. This the the story was just bad. 
Like, I, I wish it like if it had a better story, I could forgive some of like the other aspects of it. But the story was just so weird, and it slowed down too much in certain places, and it just didn't really work for me. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. It's just, but that's, yeah, that's an understatement. It didn't work, but I'm it glad I saw it. It reminds me a lot of. Um, are you familiar with Captain Beefheart? Oh no, no, no idea. Okay, so Captain Beefheart is this sort of experimental band from like the sixties or seventies, and like there's an album. It's like Troutmouth or something, just ridiculous like that. Anyway, but if you look up Captain Beefheart, you'll find this album, and it is not a listening album. It is not like an album that you can sit down and listen to and be like, oh, dude, like this makes me feel good or this makes me have feel. It's just experimental and it's unpleasant to listen to. But like you talk to a lot of the musical, like a lot of great musicians cite it as an inspiration. I feel like a lot of Rack ba- uh, Ralph Bakshi is, is like that. Like, a lot of artists cite him as an inspiration. Um, but his work itself isn't necessarily pleasant or good or stands the test of time. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like it's the movie equivalent of uh, Captain Beefheart. It's, it, it's very... It's a Freud in that, like, he opened the gates for a lot of things, even though, in retrospect, like, uh, yeah, no. Maybe you shouldn't have. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he opened Pandora's box. Martin... Is this where you pay me back for everything I've said about Ray Zach's Oh, God, Max, why? Because <laughs> was... it's an interesting movie. It's not I, good. I get it. It's an interesting <laughs> movie. I, I know that there is there is a lot of inspiration that it provides for comic book Yeah, artists. inspiration <laughs> already. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that Milo guy that draws porn to get in trouble for a, a Spider-Man Milo, cover? Uh, isn't it Milo Yiannopoulos? Or no, that's one? that's the neo-Nazi. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's Milo Manara, I think, something like that. Anyway, uh, it reminds this? me a lot of him. Uh, he drew a Spider-Man cover that was, or Spider-Woman cover. Was that the one where she was, like, bent in, like, an, an yeah. unnatural way? Oh, like, uh, yeah. Okay, that yeah. Guy, yeah. That guy, that guy. He yeah. feels like, I feel like they know each other. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably part of the same gentleman's def- club. They definitely, like, like spoke up together, so. <laughs> <laughs> They've been to the same key parties. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. 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 But in any case, yeah, this this movie was just hard and weird to sit through, and I use hard in all senses of the word. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, it was bizarre, and yeah, there were great moments in the film, especially that just resolution between Dark Wolf and uh, Avatar. That was just fucking brilliant. It's so I I, I like it's that such a alone great solution to the movie. Yeah, that. It, that that should have just been the movie. If the whole <laughs> movie was that like crazy, like yeah, if, yeah. If they'd built an arc or like, because like that theme is there, and like you sort of see that Avatar solves problems in unusual ways or ways like he only ever once uses his magic, um, yeah. and it's to deal with the fairies, and it's well, like very pride based. That's not true. There is a time then when they're in out in the mountains, and he basically generates a coat for uh, right. So he makes a poncho. Sure. Yeah, poncho. Yeah. But like in other places where like violence would have solved it, or just sheer force of power could have solved it. Like he could have melted all that snow, fire, whatever. Like that he doesn't actually use that magic to solve problems, except mm-hmm. in like very specific cases. Right. Um. And I think that's kind of interesting. And like if it had been a movie with like more modern storytelling conventions, that could have been like a really interesting. But that, that's what I, yeah. like, I feel like that, I feel a lot, like, the wall, I feel similarly about the wall in this movie. <laughs> and there's, like, like, cool bits. Yeah, there's cool bits, there's some really interesting elements that are at play there, but they're just lost opportunities. I, yes. I think it lost, it's just, the, just the, the, the horrible, you Everything. Know, 
banal, banal, wasted mess of a soup that I, is this film. I think though this is a movie that like y- you would go to like a really weird and trendy club and then they'd be playing this projected on, the, on well, a yes. wall. Yes, oh, if, if there's not that. a club here in the Bay Area that like that hasn't played this on a wall, like then I'm disappointed in my my metropolitan area. <laughs> Wait a minute. Playing it on the wall. Wah, wah, wah. Th- that would both like I I would I would go to a club where they just played fucked up movies like just a projected level level one is Pink Floyd's The Wall level two is Wizards level three is is American Tail. <laughs> no, don't do don't do me talking shit about American Tail. It's a heartwarming. Well, we'll get to it. We'll talk. Like, don't we worry. We will talk about it. But somewhere out there. Oh, oh, Are they clear? Blue oh, sky. Uh, <laughs> sorry, wizards. Okay. Uh, let's let's hold it. Let's hold so, it until so, then. So Josh, so Josh, what do you think? I put this in the same league that I put something like uh, Titanic, the animated movie with. Kids oh, it's safe not. It's, wow. It is not. No, no. It is a lovely, lovely thing that I can use as as ammunition against people. That's just okay, but that's just <laughs> the result of like language differences and like. Just the the lowest level of animation. Oh like, well, not the lowest level of animation. The lowest level of editing. Sure, yeah. like but, that movie oh, was yeah. edited into the hole. This is no, but this, this had is no editing. This is a personal. This, this is a like personal crusade with no budget. That's right. What it, it's right. a man but, who's very desperate to tell you a really cool story, and all he has is like a flip book and some stock footage. Right, but and a stockpile of narc- narcotics. Yeah but, yeah, it, yeah, but it's still one of those things that after you're done, you're just like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" Yeah, yeah. Like Titanic, the animated movie, is that same thing where it's just like that dog is on the Titanic rapping on a brick wall. There is what? a dog. Why is there a brick wall? There is a in the dog Titanic rapping on the Titanic. <laughs> Yeah, no, I watched I, I watched it with other people and we were all like, like I think the difference is the Titanic's animated series wasn't trying to be weird and didn't come from like a filmmaking history of being weird. Whereas this one is very deliberately like, oh man, we're part of the counterculture. Yeah. So deep. So counterculture. Yeah. I, I enjoy well, it. It was at the time. I enjoyed this for ironic reasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you and your glasses. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and, and you're like, yeah, and your print T-shirt. Yep. I yep. would like, I yeah, I would again, rec- I would recommend people to watch this if you're prepared for like a just nonsense fest of like crazy animation. Yeah, like if you like, if you if you like subverting slightly. <laughs> Uh, All like, rules of like sensible filmmaking. <laughs> yes, if that's what you dig. Um, like if you are not super worried about like tight filmmaking, but want to see like a seventies era fantasy movie that's trying to be funny and deep and fails at both <laughs> most of the time, please watch this movie. Um, if not, I don't know, peek in at it. Like it, 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 it occupies a weird place in my heart. Yes, obviously. <laughs> and sync you... this with Dark Side of the Moon. It there lines up. <laughs> and if you um. I, I bet it actually like it would have some interesting synchronicities. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you're also happening to host a party, then you're inviting an exorbitant number of friends who are fans of '70s uh, high fantasy. You can also be playing. This, this is not movie. high. This is like lo- middle uh, to low. Okay. Well. <laughs> all right. Well, middle in the bowl it goes. <laughs> uh... I don't. I don't know. I feel like if you're a fan of fantasy movies, especially old ones, I feel like you should watch this one just to say you've watched it. And as a comparison yeah. point. Yeah. Would I watch it again? No. No, no never. <laughs> Unless I wanted to hurt someone. Someone I love. It, as as Mag said, it, as a it, is one, it is one of those things that you can curse upon people. You can curse upon them the knowledge of wizards. <sighs> but but I mean like the like the, the fruit in the Garden of Eden, it is the curse of knowledge. Yes. 
the burden of knowledge. You'll never be able to unknow wizards. But you know what is a, a particularly bad curse? Not being able to find your parents. Fuck it! Alright, well, uh, it's Martin's Choice next week. Martin, what are we doing? An American Tale! Bible goes west! No! The, no! The, no. The, no! Fuck that! <laughs> the prequ- the pre- Only the original! The prequel to Schindler's List? <laughs> <laughs> or I guess in, in the bleak midwinter. <laughs> Look, we are going to be taking this series to a more positive place, okay? Accidental Nazi series. Are we? Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 need, we need to have some hope for the future, guys. We are luckily the, pre-Nazi somehow in yeah. this, but still fascism in some form. There, and there anti-Semitism is a, as There well. is a pogrom in this movie. <laughs> there is. There Yet is. another movie that tackles themes it is ill-equipped to handle. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Oh boy. Is, All that, right. is that long enough? Is that, is, that, that's, is that too long to tweet? That <laughs> uh, might be is a, that ha- a hashtag. Well, is that too they, long they, for they a hashtag. They increase the tweet uh, amount that you can have, yeah. so you can yeah. probably we can make hashtag it work. ill-equipped. Maybe hashtag. Uh, we'll find a way. What's what's the anyway. acronym? Anyway, yeah. Next yeah. Uh, next week, as said, American Tale. We will be doing that. So uh, let's go ahead and get ready for it. Uh, you can find us over at satfriendsclub.com on Twitter, satfriendsclub. Uh, we do have our lovely Patreons, which I will go ahead and mention now because I've got the list up finally. <gasps> so thank you very much for item crafting, Redea, Phoenician, Francis, and Dan, all for being super cool and submitting a. You are the best. Yeah, we can do some. We can do some actual. Yeah. 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 Good decisions, <laughs> giving us money yes. on the internet. But you can go over to patreon.com slash satfriendsclub and go find that. Uh, if you feel like you want to donate just a little bit of money uh, to help us around, even a dollar helps us out. Uh, just to go ahead and get what we need, get some additional equipment. You should see the sad little microphone that uh, that um, Eric is having to sit with right if you now. Just, if you gave but one dollar a month, I could afford a, afford a crust of bread to <laughs> fill my meager stomach. <laughs> I'd cook it a pizza roll and save way. I'm sorry, they're pizza sticks. My bad. Can I retake that? <laughs> we could afford to go to Shoney's and enjoy the old <laughs> breakfast bar. God, you guys did all how much I miss Shoney's. <laughs> Be able to go there and just get like the unlimited French toast sticks. That, yep. Mm. I, I say, oh. unlimited, just so much biscuits and gravy. Like Sho- Shoney's junk gravy. food and like we get some like vintage hashish and then watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Like this is a movie to be enjoyed. Help with us buy a bong. This, well, no, it's, it's, I think Wizards is a movie that should be enjoyed with drugs that like don't exist anymore. Yes. This is like yes. this is like a hashish or mescaline movie. Mescaline is with copious amounts of blunts. Just yeah. Inter- yeah, however, like whatever you can fit in there. All right. Well, uh, we oh will go God. ahead. And, next week we won't hopefully require any form of illicit. Uh, Deeds to enjoy a movie because we will be done done dirt cheap. Yeah, Yeah, because I've actually gone ahead and picked a good movie for once. Oh, did you? Have you? Yeah. Well, (laughs) hey, American Tale is a good movie, and I will not hear opinions otherwise. Well, then you should leave. Go back. (laughs) Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? (laughs) All right. (laughs) We we will catch you next time where fights don't happen over here at the Saturday (laughs) Friends Club. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. They're strangling me. I'm going to kill you, Eric. Sleep Ah. sleep well, everyone. (laughs)